Do you find yourself needing help winning pitching categories? If so, today, Matt and I have the perfect strategy for you. So lock on in for today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here as always with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Arne. Yeah, what's going on, guys? You can find us on all social media platforms and podcasting apps. Just search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball, and we'll be there. If you're listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we truly, truly appreciate it if you could do that for us. And if you're watching on YouTube, uh, press that little bell below. It subscribes you to the channel, gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode. And also, once again, if you're on YouTube, be sure to like and comment because we love to talk fantasy baseball with you. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from where you are to where you want to be. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB today to get 10% off your first month. All right, guys. So today, Matt and I are breaking down a strategy that is called pitching and ditching. Now, if you're not familiar with the strategy, it's basically when you know, you're know you not doing uh, so hot in a the pitching categories, or even if you just need that little boost to get you over the edge in pitching categories when, you know, towards the end of the week, sometimes even at the beginning of the week, you could do it. You pick up a pitcher that has a good matchup. They don't even have to have been pitching great lately, but you need to do a little research on the matchup and, you know, just get them in there for a game. And you don't always plan on keeping them on your roster. Sometimes it works out where, you know, you do keep them on your roster and you go on from there. But, Matt, I'll let you get into, you know, how you like to utilize uh, pitching and ditching first, and then maybe I'll come back and I'll throw a few more things in here. But, guys, I know you don't want to keep listening to my voice. So, Matt, go ahead. Take it away, brother. It's all good. Thank you for uh, letting us not hear you anymore. Um, <laughs> it was getting really obnoxious. Thank you. Um, so, guys. Yeah, my, no. be- my best friend for 20 years. I know. And you just never shut up. But it's fine. <laughs> go ahead and spit that water out. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so this is, this is, um, how I like to use it. Right. So like I'm having a bad week in pitching. My ERA is absolutely botched. Like it's screwed. Like I have a five ERA going on. My guys got hit this week, but I have a shot at winning K's and I have a shot at winning wins and my whip isn't atrocious. So what I like to do is I have so many ads for the week or you're in a league where it's unlimited and this is where you can really have some fun. And then they ban it and they, they ban pitching and ditching by adding um, limits next year because this is how you get it done but hey that's next year so what you do is you find guys that can produce one high strikeout rates two can um at least bring the whip down and three possibly have a shot at winning the game and those are the things you target you say screw era they get lit up whatever like you're gonna hear a lot of names tonight that guys that have high upside for strikeouts and that aren't gonna blow up your whip and if their era gets blown up so what you already have a five era now, this strategy does not work when you have your ERA is rocking and grooving because of the fact that 
you know, you're, you want to keep that ERA down. So you don't want to add guys with question marks or have a, like a, a subpar or terrible matchup that you just, you know, you, you don't want that. I'd rather take the L and K's than sacrifice ERA. I'll just go for whip guys and wing guys. So, you know, you got to play it right, but this strategy only works if you're down in the ERA because then you don't care. But yeah, Dom, you have anything else to add before we talk about our first guy here? Yeah, just just uh, just a little bit. Um, I will say that this strategy is strictly for like head to head leagues where you're in a matchup. I really wouldn't apply this strategy in like a regular roto league or a league where it's not head to head based and you're just accumulating stats throughout the whole year. Maybe you can use it towards the end of the season in a league like that, but it's really a strictly a head to head, you know, um, league uh, strategy. And I will say this: when you're doing your research, I'm just going to give you a couple of tips. You always want to check the matchup and, you know, like check the team that your guy is playing against and check how they've been doing over the past seven days, two weeks. Check those team stats. If the batting average is bad, they've been striking out a lot. That's a good sign. Also, I like to check the splits of the the whole team. So let's say you have a lefty pitcher. You would go like and they're up against the Mets. You would go to the Mets splits and you would see how the Mets are performing on the year against left-handed pitchers specifically. And that I have found that that has helped my pitching and ditching grow to another level because sometimes there'd be guys you think that would be good, but you know, let's say the Mets are rocking lefties and your guys a lefty, you really might reconsider doing that. But otherwise, Matt, I think you did a great job covering this. And honestly, there's not too much else I can add to, you know, the strategy. So my brother, why don't you take it away with the first guy of the night? Thank you. And uh, just add one last thing. If you're not playing head to head, you're not having fun. Um, so, I agree. I agree. I mean, Roto's cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not, you know, pooping on it. But head to head, I get to go beat Dom on a week and then just. Matt, who, who's winning this week while playing? As you talk, as you talk your crap? Who's I know. Winning? Uh, for now, it's only Sh- Thursday. Should we, should we tell the folks what the score is as of, as of the moment? It's fine. You're barely up in some categories, my guy. It's all not good. 9 3. 9 3. Yeah, until tomorrow. Anyway, Eloy's going to hit another bomb tomorrow. It's fine. This guy's on hot street. But anyway. Shout ah. out to Trey. Yeah, thanks, Trey. Um, <laughs> let's talk about our first guy here, and that's Mr. Josiah Gray. This guy has high K upside, right? So he's at least you're at least going to walk out with a 6K minimum, which is really nice. And his high on the, on the year against the Mets of all teams is 9. And he's going up against the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are, are about right above, like a smidge above 500. So there's a fair chance that you might be able to put something out. We also don't know if Corbin Carroll is going to play one of the yes. best bats in their lineup. So that's another knock on the Diamondbacks and another bump for Josiah Gray for this weekend. Josiah Gray is 37% owned out there. So like he is definitely great for a uh, for a pitch and dish this weekend. I do not feel he has long-term value. None of these guys, except for maybe like three on this list, have long-term value. So it's worth scooping them up and saying, ha-ha, I just got the I got the um, Ks, possibly got the ERA if you get lucky with Josiah. Other than that, if he gets lit up, who cares? If he gets you six Ks, you won the strategy. Okay. So, I mean, against Pitt last week, he got oh, got the W, got six Ks, a one-five ERA. Mets got the W, 9K, 0 ERA. And you know what? He's really just lighting people up. He only had two starts against Baltimore and um, Angels where he had 3Ks. Everything else is 6. One was a 4 against Atlanta first game. Yeah, don't count. And then 6 and 9 in the last two. 
I think Josiah Gray can really be one of those guys that can really push you to the next level or at least manufacture that win for the week. Yeah, Matt, you covered Josiah Gray very well there. I'll just read you guys his stats for the full year. Josiah Gray on the year, 267 ERA across six starts, 33 innings, 31 Ks. The whip has not been great at a 127. Kid's still only 25, learning how to control you know, his pitching. As Matt mentioned, those last two starts where he he walked away with the win, went six innings in both, uh, big strikeout games in both. Looks like he's turning a corner a little bit this year, and the matchup against the Diamondbacks could be very, very beneficial to him. Uh, let's move on to this next guy real quick. Somebody that Matt and I touted, you know, a couple weeks back when he got the call up, and that's Tanner Bybee of, you know, the Cleveland Guardians. Kid is is very, very talented, man. You know, um, I'm a huge fan of his. On the year, 11 innings, 13 Ks, 245 ERA, 0-9-1 whip. He's 44% owned on Yahoo. And he gets a nice little comfy start against Detroit on May 8th. And I still don't know why he's owned this low. Kid was great in the minor leagues. Uh, let me see if I can see who his start is going to be after that. So, you know, you guys can really get the idea of sometimes how sometimes pitching and ditching could turn into a long-term hold. It looks like it might be the Angels. Pretty good team to go up against. So, you know what? If he does bad against Detroit, you drop him. If he does good against Detroit, maybe you hang on to him. Once again, this is Tanner Bybee here, uh, young young uh, player, rookie for Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, I mean, Bybee can handle his own, you know, you don't know with these young dudes. He might be able to come out and just like yeah. put out a gem and then be really nice, but at least he's going to get you five to six strikeouts. Like that's what you want, right? The goal is five to six. And if you get that on out of a guy you just scooped up and you have all your ads going into the weekend and you just need to win the case category and maybe wins, this is it. Like he's going to do this for you. So boom, check it, check Mark. He's going to get you five and you're chilling. And, you know, again, who cares about the ERA? But let's move on here. Let's talk about a guy that, ooh, actually, hold on. Um, Sorry about this. Before we move on and talk about the rest of our guys that we need to speak about, Rocket Money is a personal financing app that find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions, monitor your spending, and help you lower your bills in all in one place. Try it for free for 30 days. Just enough time to try it and then completely forget about it. In fact, over 80% of people have subscriptions that they forget about. You can waste your money and not even realize, not even realize it. Rocket Money helps you find those forgotten subscriptions so you can stop paying for the ones you don't use. Don't you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Uh, most Americans think they're spending about $80 a month in, on subscription, but actually they're spending closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rising prices stress you out. If you're looking for ways to cut costs, you need Rocket Money. Throwing, uh, stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com/slash locked on. You know, it's the best way to manage it. I, I told you guys yesterday, I'm gonna tell you again. I think I'm spending about like I don't know, 275, 300 on subscriptions, and it's more than more than a cable bill will. But forget about it. I got everything under the sun, but uh, I'm it's just it made me feel guilty, but I'm not canceling nothing. But Anyway, Rocket Money really just showed me I'm, I'm reckless. Also, we want to thank our everydayers and new listeners for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. You know, thank you guys. And, you know, if you can, you know, share this podcast, join us on the audio. I think, you know, you'll really enjoy it there or on the tubes, whatever's your preference. Um, and, you know, make sure to look out for Monday's episode where we're going to be talking waiver wires and all these best uh, pickups going into the week. And we're going to have a new flex of 
of options next week for episodes outside of the regular schedule. So we're going to be mixing it up based off of that poll I put out. And if you guys want to hear something special from us, definitely check that poll we posted on YouTube. But let's talk about our next guy here and a name that you know we love. Um, and that's Mr. Michael Kopech, the most disappointed fantasy baseball player for me of all time. So um, Kopech is good for one thing in his fantasy career, and that is getting strikeouts. He's just he could do that all day. So he is the perfect pitch and ditch cat- uh, candidate. So and he had a good start against Min- uh, Minnesota yesterday. Um, not yesterday on the second. Seven Ks, a one five ERA with a one whip. Solid numbers. His best start of the season since April 9th against Pittsburgh. Um, but in all of his matchups, he's either had five or four Ks and then a nine and a seven. And he's going up against Cincinnati, who is not playing well at all. Sorry, Jeff Carr. Um, you know, the only downside is he's pitching in their park. So here's the thing, right? I'm talking we don't care about ERA. We only care about the case. And if he could sneak out a win, which is possible, because since he sucks right now, atrociously, you might be able to sneak out a win and strikeouts. And if he can keep his whip down, boom, that helps that average. And it is what it is on the ERA. And if he manages to put a gem together and you scoop them up right now and he did something nice, hey, you might keep him for next week and see what happens. Kopech, you know, we highly touted. He may have long-term value. I 100% doubt it at this point. He is an outright drop after this start for me. Um, and if you care about your ERA, don't start him or drop him. It's okay. Yeah, Matt, you broke Kopech down perfectly. I'm just going to add he's 15% owned on Yahoo, very, very widely avail- available. And on the year, those Reds are 13 and 18. So there's an opportunity that Kopech picks up the win. But with that being said, let's move on to our next guy here. And this is somebody that I, I actually I like a decent amount, and it's Drew Smiley. Man, I remember the good old days when uh, Smiley was back with uh, Tampa and, you know, he was looking pretty good a couple of seasons and, you know, he bounced around a little bit throughout the you know rest of his career. But he's he's serviceable. He's definitely serviceable. He has very good stretches uh, at times. And this year he's been pretty good. Two eight three ERA for Smiley across six starts, 35 innings, 29 strikeouts and a 091 whip. So there's the opportunity here with Smiley um, pitching against – who has he got? Uh, he comes up with Miami next week. Miami's been a little bit better, but they're still not great. He gets Miami on the sixth. He's 61% owned. Actually, that's shot up a little bit since I threw these names together. So he's probably the most owned out of all the guys we're going to talk about today. But you know what? I'm sure a lot of you listening could go pick up Drew Smiley uh, for this next start, and he'll perform pretty well. As Matt mentioned, you know, it's nice to get those Ks, but this is kind of a a reverse with the pitching and ditching. If maybe the ERA is super close, the whip is super close, and you need to sneak out a win because the Cubs have been pretty good, uh, Drew Smiley might be the guy for you. We wanted to give you a bunch of different options with the pitching and ditching strategy, mainly leaning towards, uh, you know, those big K guys when you're, you know, you just need those strikeouts. But Smiley actually will might help you in a few different areas. Uh, Once again, Drew Smiley, Cubs, he gets Miami, 61% owned on Yahoo. Yeah, I mean, I, I I like Drew Smiley for this week. He could be good. He had a little stint yeah. like six years ago. We shall see. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah. Let's uh, let's move on. You did a great job there. Let's talk about our next Thanks, guy, um, Mr. Joey Lucchese. Um, I think it's up in the air whether he's going to get the start this week. He's more of hammer it out and see what's going to happen. 
They're playing Colorado. Um, he did pitch on the third, which is yesterday. So I'm not sure if they're going to roll him out. That would be the fifth day, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So possibly Sunday. Uh, 21% owned. He can possibly get you some nice K numbers. Colorado has not been good this year. So if he does get the start, keep an eye out for him about Saturday night if they do mark him in and slot him in for the start. Other than that, Joey Casey is a perfect candidate for this category. Yeah, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I'm seeing here he might get Cincinnati. It might be Colorado. So as Matt said, kind of keep your eye on uh, Big Joey from New York over here and, you know, see what the thing is. He's been serviceable on the year so far, and that's something you always want to look out for uh, on the year. Uh, Lucchese has a uh, 16 innings pitch, 13 strikeouts, 386 ERA, a 110 whip. So another guy that's just been serviceable. When you're pitching and ditching, that's another thing. Like, it, it, I'm not always going for a guy that's been bad with a good matchup. I kind of like to see a guy that's been, you know, at least somewhat decent throughout the year, gets a good matchup, and then you kind of play it from there. But I think he's a perfect, uh, you know, Big Joey is a perfect example of a guy. Pick him up for a start that you need the stats for, and then you just kind of throw him right back out to the the fishes, and that's about it. Because, once again, he's, he has never been really great on his year. He's not a guy that you're going to wind up, you know, holding like maybe like a Bybee or uh, somebody else. But let's move on here to our next guy, and that is Mr. Mike Clevenger. And, man, I was so excited for Clevenger because at the beginning of the season, it looked like he was, uh, you know, coming back to somewhat of his old form, which was, you know, almost a Cy Young-type form. You know, he had a very, very good stretch from 2017 through 2020 where he was a top 20, 25 pitcher, and he kind of fell off a cliff after missing all of 2021. Man, the last two years have not been good to him. But you know what? Clevenger was, I believe he was pretty solid his last time out against Tampa Bay, which is one of the best teams in baseball. He went out there. He allowed um two runs, five innings. He struck out eight. The whip was a little high at a 1-6. Looks like everybody that we're talking about is just pinching, pitching against Cincinnati up and coming. Once again, as Matt said, uh, sorry to our buddy Jeff Carr. We don't mean to – you know, trash your team too much, but hey, man, until they get some of those uh, young and up-and-coming prospects up, you know, they're, they're not going to be much of a threat to anybody. So let's see if Clevenger can go out there and do his thing against Cincinnati. Uh, on the year, numbers don't look too great with the 4-6 ERA, 1-6 whip, 29 innings, 26 Ks. But as I said, he was good in his last time against the best team in baseball, Tampa Bay. So give Mike Clevenger a shot, 26% owned on Yahoo. Yep. I mean, Clev has always been a strikeout machine. You always know that about Clev. Uh, one thing I would say is, you know, just remember, you can't get up, uh, get frustrated or upset if we're nominate, uh, nominating him and then his ERA blows up. That's the whole point of the strategy. We don't care about the ERA in this episode. Again, we don't care about the ERA. We just want the strikeouts. We just want the win. And that is where I think Clevenger could be a good start, hence why he's on this show. But, Dom, I think you have something to talk to, talk to us about. Yes, sir, certainly do. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk things through. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from where you are to where you want to be. If you're thinking about starting therapy, you better give BetterHelp a try. 
It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnMLB. And guys, once again, I always do my little rant here, and I'm going to continue to do it because mental health is not always taken as seriously as it should be. Um, I know we all have a friend or a family member or even yourself that is struggling with mental health. And it's such a tough thing to go through. You know, I've gone through it myself and it's a battle. It's a battle. It's a battle. And some, sometimes you can't fight it alone. Sometimes you need a therapist like they offer at uh, BetterHelp and give BetterHelp a try. Give yourself a fighting chance to, you know, get through these mental problems. Or even, you know, if you got a loved one or family member, recommend BetterHelp to them and make sure they have their fighting chance as well. Once again, that's BetterHelp. Check it out today. Yes, sir. Yeah, let's uh, let's keep pushing, though. Let's move on to our next guy, and we're going to talk about uh, Tyler Meagle. And uh, is, he's, um, uh, is it or is it McGill? I, 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 I would say McGill. Yeah, it's yeah, Ty- Tyler. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even sure to be honest with you. And uh, baseball references of no help, but telling me how to say his first name. That, Me- I love. I love that. Meagle sounds like a Lord of the Ring villain. Yeah, no, nah, once again, I've heard it said both ways, so I'm, I'm not even 100% sure. But um, I, I, I'm blaming it on uh, baseball reference because they normally tell you how to pronounce the last names, not the first names, and I know how to say Tyler. But it is what it is. So, Mr. Uh, – I'm just saying Tyler from now on. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want you making fun of me anymore. So uh, <laughs> he gets Colorado on May 6th, and, you know, Colorado has not been a very good team outside of, like, Crone and Chris Bryant. And he, he was okay last time out against Atlanta, but Atlanta's Atlanta. He gave up, looks like, three runs. He had four strikeouts, pitched 5.2 innings. And the one two, one two four whip is not killing you in that category. So if he did that good against Atlanta, he could hopefully go out against Colorado, be a little bit better. He isn't a huge strikeout guy, but, you know, being on that Mets team, he could pick up a win. He could potentially help you in, you know, uh, maybe a little bit in the RA, maybe a little bit in whip on the year. As I said, those numbers are not fantastic. But, hey, Tyler is um, owned in only 29% of Yahoo leagues. So you got a chance to, you know, throw him out there and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, Miguel had a nice little start. He was somebody we were talking about in waivers. So we'll see what happens with him. I like him a lot, especially in this matchup. We'll see what happens. But let's move on here. Let's talk about Mr. Alex Cobb, our last guy for the night. Um, we all know Alex Cobb. He's probably the one of the oldest journeymen in the league still. Up there with like Matt Carpenter. And, and Drew Smiley. Yeah, and Drew Smiley at this point. Um, you know, he still has some juice left in the tank. And, you know, he actually hasn't had a bad season entirely. He is 67% owned, so it's a little bit higher on the spectrum, but I still feel that in the 33% of the leagues, you still should scoop him up, right? He had 6Ks, 6Ks, 2, which was one bad start, 8Ks, 4Ks, 7Ks, right? And he's actually only killed you in two games in the ERA department. So going up against Milwaukee, who has actually cooled off from the jump of the season, you might actually stand a chance to get some nice nice um, strikeout numbers and possibly a lower ERA and maybe a fair shot at actually winning the game. But San Francisco's like, meh, so we shall see. But what I will say is 
Alex Cobb is a great start going into this weekend, especially if you need those need to manufacture a win in that 33% of the leagues. If he is available, scoop him up. Hence why he's the last one, because he's the most owned. But with that being yeah. said, Dom, go for it, man. Uh, I feel you on that. Um, Alex Cobb, you know, it's uh, like you said, he's kind of highly owned. So, you know, might not be able to grab in too many leagues. He's been solid. He's been serviceable over the last two years. You know, uh, good uh, high three RA, which is not bad, you know, for a guy that you're just picking up off the waiver wire. Um, not really a strikeout per nine guy anymore. The whip isn't always good. But you know what? If you can't, if you missed on the rest of these other guys, then maybe you grab him. Uh, I will throw out one little last guy here. I know Matt said Kyle's last guy. I, I do got one more guy for you. We have a little bit of extra time. I know we talked about him the other day, but I'll just throw his name out there. Uh, it's Mason Miller. Mason Miller uh, was very, very good last time out. Didn't give up a hit against Seattle. Seven innings, six Ks. Like I said, uh, no hits, four walks, no runs. He gets Kansas City on May 7th. Kansas City has been, you know, uh, piss poor outside of really Vinny P. I know Bobby Witt is trying to get find his way back, but he's been struggling. Mason Miller's out there in your league. I think he's definitely, definitely, you know, a must add. And he he's actually one of the rare pitch and ditch kind of guys that if he pitches good again, he might be a hold, but hey, if he goes out there against KC, he gets rocked. You just drop him and move on to the next guy. Yes, sir. I like Mason Miller a lot this week and pretty much hopefully moving forward is what the goal is for this one. So, you know, I'm all about it here. But Dom, take us away, man. Yes, sir. So that is all for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Check out our website if you already haven't. Also, you know, the truly, truly thank you to all of our everydayers and new listeners for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. We truly, truly appreciate all of our fans and the growth that we've seen this year. It really means a lot to Matt and I. You know, since we got him in here, I just want to truly say thank you for anyone that followed us since we were the Fantasy Baseball MDs to coming over to Locked On. And once again, even if you're a new fan just finding us today or you just started listening to us, you know, the past couple of weeks, uh, this is what Matt and I love to do. We love to talk fantasy baseball with you guys. We love to give advice. We love to share our knowledge, you know, um, over the years, our championship strategies and uh, tips. So it means a lot to us, Matt. I don't know if you want to throw a quick uh, few words in, in uh, that note before we uh, sign off here. Yeah, just thank you, everybody, for being with us, bearing with me reading ad reads. And, um, you know, thank you for being part of the journey. We hope to keep being your number one source. And if you can, we're starting around close to that. 1400 mark and we really want to make a shout out to two grand before the end of the yes yes big end, goal for us before the all-star break so if everybody can help us out with that and start sharing it if you're this uh, here this long and don't forget to go fill out the um the polls on the youtubes so that we can uh, see what best tailors our fans in terms of episodes and we'll be putting more out to get more feedback in that all right but with that being said guys doses See you.